Do you remember the good old days when all you had to worry about was getting your homework done and getting home before curfew? Before you had to worry about jobs, projects, working, when you could long for a summer vacation and a winter break? Well, this is the podcast for when you realize that life can be hard. Hold on one moment. (sighs) Finally, he's gone. Last thing I need to hear is him plugging another podcast. Come take a listen to my show, Adulting Ain't Easy, every other Wednesday on the Journey into Comics Network. The following, the following, is a Journey into Comics, 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 Journey into Comics Network, 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 Network Production, Production. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Poor360. I kind of forget what episode I'm on now. It's been a little bit of a whirlwind coming back from Africa. I just wanted to bring you an episode, kind of an update on what's been going on since then. I know it was coming late in the day. It was kind of uh, unexpected. I had some stuff going on at home, and I couldn't really uh, break away to record an episode. And this weekend was kind of a mess just from, from when I got in from the flight, dealing with jet lag, all of that. So it's been a bit crazy but i want to make sure i got you some content just want to share kind of what's going on how my experience with keeping up with things like san diego comic Con all that was while i was in on an amazing trip in africa and i'm also kind of behind on even listening to podcasts on the network like just before that i'm still like three weeks behind on joining the comics just i had it downloaded just didn't have time to actually listen to it because the lack of internet and all that stuff and just not being able to like have time just to sit and tune into a podcast so i was kind of picking up that it's really weird to listen to like past episodes after the events we're talking about has happened like it's all there uh like right before i started recording this i was listening to nate and tyler talk about what they think is going to happen with uh with san diego comic con what the disney's going to announce with their slate and what we're going to see with the likes of uh maybe all of the announcements like the eternals and black widow are all red herrings and it's actually like they're actually like hiding out like fantastic four or the x-men or whatever which we know now is not the case. Uh, anyone who listened to any of the news from the other comic kind of know that Black Widow is definitely a movie. The Eternals is definitely a movie. We saw the cast at Hall H, so that's all kind of been put to rest. But speaking of San Diego Comic Con and the events around it, a bunch of trailers dropped uh, right around San Diego Comic Con, either from the con itself uh, or just other. Um, it's like. It was a big week, regardless if it was comic book based or entertainment, like uh, pop culture based. So we saw a ton of trailers drop, and I saw because I was seven, I'm seven hours ahead. I was getting all this stuff in the like the really late at night or really early in the morning, depending on when. So I was just whenever I got access to the internet, I was downloading them on YouTube to watch later. So I remember watching like the new trailer for Top Gun, which looks pretty intense, but it still looks like every new tom cruise movie where we're seeing him just doing all this stuff himself risking his life showing that he's not too old to do this kind of stuff but the fact that we're getting val kilmer back and getting uh just more top gun maybe more homoerotic volleyball we don't we don't know what we're gonna see yet um but so i saw that trailer um the one i actually watched first was the jay and silent bob reboot trailer which i think dropped a little before comic-con um, which was, I was very pumped for, 
Um, just because I haven't heard them talk about it. I've ever seen the pictures and watched a little YouTube road to reboot things they would do. So this is the trailer and see how many people they were to bring back. Like you see the likes of uh, who saw Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. You saw, um, oh, it's Elizabeth something. She was the, she was uh, Jay's love interest in Strike Back. And there's a whole plot about them having a kid. And then they had just a ton of cameos. Like uh, Chris Hemsworth was doing one and just seeing other people that have done their movies in the past. So I thought that was a, a really good, very fan service film. I know, even though the plot seems very similar to what we saw for Strike Back, uh, I'm still down for it. Uh, I don't know if it's actually going to come to theaters. I know they're doing this uh, road show, so they're bringing it to the Chicago area. So I kind of want to see that. But it's 50 bucks a ticket and the... F- Seven o'clock is showing, so the only other option is like 10 p.m. and it's a weeknight and it's gonna be downtown. I'm not thrilled about that, but I don't know if it's planned to come to theaters. So we'll see. Uh, I gotta kind of figure out what's worth it there, but I definitely want to see it. Cause I have yet to see a Kevin Smith film in theaters. Um, just when the ones that come to theater, I wasn't in the mindset to go see them, and when I wanted to see them, they just never played nearby. Like I remember trying to see Yoga Hosers. And the only theater I found could play it was like a half hour away and it was only playing at like 2 p.m. on a weekday and I was working and it just doesn't work. Um, so we saw that trailer. saw the Cats trailer, which is that Tom Hooper. It's the movie based on the Broadway musical and it's weird the way they did it with the CGI and the human-like faces and human-like uh, shapes, but still the fur and the ears. and It looked very odd and it was very... It's just... I don't know if I'm going to see it. I'm going to wait and see more trailers on it, but it just looks very uncomfortable. And there's Taylor Swift in it with like a bedazzled can that's like, it says catnip. Sorry about that. It was uh, the wife called up. I'm recording this from my car. So if there's a little bit of background noise, it's from the, the car running. But you do what you got to do when you record, we got to record. That's the, the joyful life of being a podcaster and being outside the studio. Um, so I was talking about cats which I think is just weird. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Did see another film, which is uh, It Chapter 2. Saw that trailer, which has me all excited. And I heard recently the reported runtime is 2 hours and 45 minutes, which is epic because the first It Chapter miniseries was only like 3 hours and like 15, 20 minutes. I can't remember how long it actually was. So we're already between the two chapters of the film coming out or I think well over 5, so... I'm, I'm pretty happy about that, so we'll have to see where this takes us. I uh, saw a movie, uh, I don't know why it's getting made, it's just people like to take inanimate objects and bring them to life, because I saw a trailer for the Playmobil movie. Like, you know the Playmobil, like little kids, figurine toys that all have like, they're kind of like Legos for like young, young, young kids. Um, so, don't know why that exists, it looks like a spy movie, I'm very confused. So I'll try that for uh, Taika Waititi's uh, new film, Jojo Rabbit, which is about a, a kid um, who I think the kid's name is actually Jojo Rabbit, and he has uh, an imaginary friend, and that imaginary friend is Hitler. It looks very, it's very satirical, and I, I'm just, it's it's weird, but it's very Taika Waititi, and Taika Waititi's playing Hitler. So I, I don't know, it's a little like, uh, not like Winnie the Pooh. It's the the one with the boy and the tiger, but the tiger is Hitler and the Jojo Rabbit's the boy. It, it just, it's odd, but I'm kind of curious to see what that movie's about. Um, so I'll tell you for Harriet, which is the Harriet Tubman biography that looks really good. 
uh, Cynthia Revo, who did Bad Times at Royale. She did Broadway. Um, she's done. Uh, she did uh, Widows. So she's doing this as her first like I feel like big starring role in a film. So I'm pretty excited for that. I'm always a good uh, fan of a biopic. Um, so a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which is the Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers movie that looks really good. It looks like it's gonna. It's right in the feels the same way the documentary last year did. Um, Tom Hanks really become like any living person, it seems like. But definitely Tom Hanks, nicest guy in Hollywood, and Mr. Rogers is the nicest guy ever. So definitely I think the pairing is great. I'm going to see if it's going to really cover his whole life, just as later in life, and then with like flashbacks. So, but yeah, either way, trailer has me. So on trailer for a movie I didn't know anything about, which is called The King's Man which is a Kingsman prequel movie. So it's basically the origin of... Uh, I don't remember who's the who's the main characters, but it, it's basically the evolution of the Kingsman, how they started as, like, these warriors at times, and then it's just through their Congress stuff, they became uh, royal and didn't want... It. So they kind of... It's just how they established it. Like, it's... I didn't know about the movie until it got to the end when it showed... Um, the Kingsman Taylor shop, the like the end scene. I was like, oh, this is what they're doing. But it's like the same kind of fighting style. I'm definitely excited for that. Those Kingsman movies are just. I love the style. I love the uh, just the energy they have. So I think that's definitely the way to go. Uh, I think that's all the trailers I watched. I downloaded these, so I watched them, and then I remember down- watching the Jalen Silent Bob reboot one multiple times because it looks great uh i didn't even say who was playing bluntman and chronic so the uh bluntman is actually gonna be val kilmer which is awesome i'm glad they got him on it looks cool it's playing the very uh uh batman v superman style and then melissa benoist who plays supergirl on the cw is playing chronic so they've uh switched her gender in this uh in this reboot so definitely excited to see that i know beyond the cameos and all the cast in general, I'm glad to see uh, more Kevin Smith films, and I'm hoping the springboards into more things. And yeah, definitely want to make sure he gets my money for that. So definitely excited there. Um, I know the big thing was that the um, that at San Diego Comic Con was like the Hall H with the MCU dropping a good chunk of Phase Four. Um, I know it's been probably covered. I haven't got to that point yet in uh, listening to comic book news and. JIC episodes. I don't know the. I really don't want to touch on it again because I'm sure it, it's already been out there and you've heard about it enough. So I'm gonna leave that be. But uh, just wanted to say it looks like it's gonna be a pretty good uh, set of films, and they already they're gonna have you because it looks like the unlike uh, Agents of Shield and the Netflix shows, these uh, these new MCU series are going to be must watch. Uh, to be able to keep up with the the content of Phase Four, these shows are very much embedded. We'll go one right into the next film. Like uh, WandaVision's going to feed right into Doctor Strange because she's going to be in Doctor Strange. So definitely get excited for that. Um, other note I have here before I really get into my Africa trip was kind of an update. Uh, you remember probably 15 episodes back, I did my. Uh, my pet series on like childhood pets, fish keeping, uh, the love of pets, all of that. And, um, I talked with Tyler about, uh, our 
art hobby and love of fish keeping and um being since I was out of the country for two weeks and had no way I had um my uh my mother-in-law come by and feed that everything set out and labeled but still you're out of there for two weeks if something happens if a fish tank gets ick or something like that like they're not gonna know what to do and you're kind of at the mercy of uh of a problem there so yeah it was very interesting to uh be a part of that and to see um sorry i kind of got derailed there so it was interesting to see um kind of put all your faith in someone else's to make sure everything stays alive that the lights are all working that there's no leaks no thing looks dead everything just kind of running like so the only things that i uh i left one of my lights on so for two weeks um the plant had one of my tanks my first big tank um had no light for two weeks so thankfully none of the plants died they're not doing so hot now so i need to get uh some more fertilizer in the tank and um and probably put some uh uh, and I had the light back on. The only bright side of that tank, that tank I was battling a blackbeard algae problem, and that blackbeard algae was dead and gone. So that's the bright side. But all the fish in the tank were alive and doing okay. I actually had a baby in the tank, a little fry of a black molly, which is weird because I only had one black molly in there and there's no other offspring. So must have been pregnant when I got her. Because I know with those live bear fish, which you probably could care less about, um, they get kind of they get impregnated once they can store that stuff for pretty much life and just make babies whenever they feel like it. They think like, I sh- there should be more of me. I'm kind of glad that doesn't work with people. Could you imagine if every, uh, every person who ever had, uh, sex could just hold on to your sperm and just make a baby whenever they felt like that would just be terrifying. Um, but, um, yeah, the only issue I had was, uh, one of my tanks, my tank that had all my guppies in it crashed. Um, I noticed um, when I got back, about like there was no like bodies or anything like that to announce, but it was a uh, there's a bunch of us were just like gone, and my snail population was booming, so I know they took care of everything that was dead. So I'm unfortunately going to restart that, but um, it gives me an excuse to kind of break down that bow front tank. I think I'm going to rescape it, put new gravel in. I think it might be something to do with the gravel. I got just uh, the cheap gravel from uh, Home Depot, and it was a little bigger than I wanted, and I have a ton of extra substrate now so i think i'm just gonna t- pull that out break it down clean it pretty good um obviously keep the filter running in a different tank just to keep it going and then gravel it um put water in a replant to put some fertilizer in there add that habitats and get uh get that tank back been running properly so fingers crossed i'm able to do that this week it's been kind of hectic because i got back um Day Friday, jet lagged. Weekend was just trying to get the house back in order, deal with some stuff outside. Then my parents came in, so it's just been a it's been a crazy, crazy few days. So hopefully once things mellow out and I'm actually have a few nights free, I can actually get all that done. So fingers crossed, I'm able to get that going, and I'll probably put some pictures up and maybe have Tyler back on an episode in the future. Even though Tyler is a uh, Mr. Network these days. Um, He's doing a great job uh, on a Journey Comics with a new co-host, and he's back on podcast read. So if uh, spare, if he has a spare moment, I know he's doing some cool stuff with his tank, so definitely want to have him back on at some point so we could uh, fish nerd out about it. So hopefully that happens. But now let's get to the main event. Um, I put this poll out while I was still in Africa about what you want to talk about because um, when I was at my uh, 
when we were in Cape Town, the only uh, way I actually got news, there was, uh, they just had CNN. It was like CNN, two movie channels, and then uh, sports, which is their, and it was their sports were mainly like soccer and rugby and stuff. So those are my options. So I watched some CNN and I watched uh, some movies that they had on there. Like I saw, I watched A Wrinkle in Time, which I had no intention of watching. It was just on and I was awake and I just watched it. Not a bad film. A uh, little weird. Not really my cup of tea. I wouldn't have seen it in theaters. I've only found that it was just a captive audience. Oh, I didn't even touch on that when I'm talking about the movies. Uh, nice thing about International Flights, they have a bunch of movies on there. So I watched uh, Bumblebee, which was actually a really good movie. Definitely a lot better than any of the Michael Bay ones. Maybe except the first one. The first one was good, just because it introduces. But Bumblebee definitely elevated the whole uh, franchise. Uh, what else did I watch? I tried to watch how I, the new How to Train Your Dragon, but I feel like I missed something, so I don't actually know if I actually watched the second one. I thought I did, but maybe I, maybe I never finished it, because I was like, I don't know what they're talking about. None of this makes sense. So um, I didn't end up finishing that. I watched oh, Happy Death Day to You, the sequel Happy Death Day, which took that in a new direction. It was also really good. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I have watched a couple movies. I just can't remember what they were right now. But uh, it definitely, uh, definitely nice to have the. They had a bunch of uh, MC films. They had Captain Marvel on there. They had Age of Ultron. Uh, Thor: The Dark. They had some random event or MCU films on there. Uh, a bunch of some older films. They had TV and stuff. But sometimes you just want to sleep. I ended up sleeping for good chunks of that twenty hours I was on an airplane. So do what you got to do. But it was nice to see some uh, movies I didn't get a chance to see. But uh, speaking of Africa, so like I said, um, I, w- I put a poll out there because while I was up one night, I was watching uh, the CNN report on the Mueller testimony, which was kind of ho-hum. It was uh, a lot of uh, they had a lot of good answers, but it wasn't really – it wasn't – there was no smoking gun. There was no wow, he said that. It was very much, I'm here because you made me be here. Everything I said have to say is in the report. I'm going to answer yes and no questions until you let me leave. It's basically the the gist of that. Um, honestly, I uh, didn't really write up any points on that. I know um, basically the big point of takeaway, if uh, the main reason uh, Trump did not get like indicted or um, convicted of anything was because he is the sitting president of the United States. He did answer it. Uh, could you convict him of a crime once he's left office? Uh, Mueller said yes. So basically, that's I feel like that's a really good indication that wrongdoing was did happen. Trump is not exonerated, off scot free, free of this uh, illegal witch hunt, as he wants to say. So that was that. So I was like, I put it up there. I'm like, do you want to hear about how um, how America is seen abroad uh, versus or this, and people want to hear about America is treated abroad. Um, I didn't dig, uh, so it's mainly just me sharing my experience of being an American in a foreign country. I know we're going to touch about it a lot on Adultinis. Tomorrow we're going to talk about our Africa trip. I know um, there's a foodies planned uh, the next time Liz and I get together with the rest of the gang to talk about it. And I think we're going to talk about the movie they filmed at one of the game reserves we were at. Maybe we also talk about the new Lion King if uh, we all get a chance to see it before then. We're going to try and uh, cook some of the African food we tried, attempt that anyway. Some stuff I really think that uh, Nate, Veronica, and Sarah will dig. So, hope that all works out. Um, so, stay tuned for that. I know um, we'll tease it on uh, 
adulting as well when that episode's going to happen on Foodies. So hopefully within the next few weeks, but um, we're all really busy and weekends can be hard to get together, especially once Liz goes back to school. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if they come up here, we go down there, we'll, we'll make it work. But um, Vegan Africa was actually really great experience. I, de- I had no expectations going in. I was just ready to see, um, just to see something new and to kind of figure out um, just how I've never left the United States before. I went on a cruise, but you're still, you're only in touristy areas. You're not really seeing the people. So actually being able to, um, being able to, um, sorry, it's a, it's, it's been a long day. I didn't sleep so great, but, um, being out in this world where you're not, it's very different from America, but at the same time, it has a lot of the same issues and same problems. The only really nice thing I had, I have to say about at least my first week is that I didn't hear or think about Trump once compared to being back here where I've thought about Trump at least like once every hour maybe every, maybe multiple times an hour just through the news stuff. Like just this morning I saw that while Trump was signing, um, the expansion, uh, was it a healthcare medical relief for the nine 11 first responders? He made a joke about, let's see if the, uh, the stage holds, but if it collapses, at least we won't fall that far, which I think is the most, classless tasteless just you don't say that like literally what you're there to sign involves many casualties and a collapse of major buildings in new york city something that you were there you lived in new york city when it happened and i know he probably didn't mean it like that he's just talking about the amount of people and he's always kind of obsessed with pot like with numbers and size of group and stuff so you maybe didn't mean it like that but i feel like that's just not what you say I don't know. That that would just I feel like that just would have bad taste about. But not being able to hear about Trump once was nice. And the only thing I really heard when I was at least in Johannesburg, which is um, still in South Africa, but it was a, a about sixteen hour drive north of uh, Cape Town or a few hour flight. Um, they say like God bless America. View times does as tourists when we were kind of in some of the shops, but yeah, it was really nice to like. What happens a lot, at least. Um, a lot of people from other countries and stuff visit South Africa. It's uh, an international tourist destination the same way all people fly into like uh, New York City or uh, LA or San Francisco and all. They're just there for a different experience. But um, it was nice. I was able to kind of get away and see that for the most part, at least it seems like North America is not really thought much of, at least in, uh, in Johannesburg. You got to see that, oh, they could really, um, careless. it's really, despite some, I'm sure the people I interact with don't really care too much about global politics and what this is doing. I noticed more in, uh, in, uh, Cape Town, which is, uh, they have a big, uh, because there are the furthest point. So any like international, um, shipping and receiving kind of uses, uh, Cape Town as like a stopover because when you're going from Asia um, to the U.S. or to other parts of Europe, you kind of go around 
uh, Cape Town, which is the southern point where the Indian Ocean and the Atlantic Ocean meet. So it kind of go up that way. Um, so, but it was interesting. I know um, their own government's really weird and everything's kind of mismanaged. They have their police issues. One thing that's really nice about Africa is there's there's not really racism there. There's kind of a class or a class system more or less. Um, like with the same reason we have here, like with the upper class, upper middle class, up, uh, like high class, uh, lower middle class, poverty class. Like it's, but there wasn't really a race designation there. Obviously, if you know anything about South Africa, there was apartheid, which was heavy uh, racial divide. Um, black people, white people separated. If there was offspring of a uh, black person, white person, that person was kind of, uh, that person was um, illegal. It wasn't, it shouldn't exist. It was, it was a, it was a bad time there, but since apartheid ended, things have really changed a lot. Yes. There's, um, there's both uh, white people and black people together in poverty. And in some of these like uh, shack communities, um, the same reason to see like upper middle class black white people living it's so it's it's not the near race divide given uh where you are so i think that's something that uh america could take a point on is that <laughs> look to africa to see how to treat your fellow man better and not divide over these racial lines that we've seen um but yeah, i think like every um big city though you can see that at least with cape town is that there are problems with a uh, corruption in the government their uh their president is a lot like trump um you can see just the the misuse of government funds um they hosted the uh the world cup like 10 years ago eight years ago i can't remember exactly when it happened but you got to see um that there was a lot of there wasn't enough for they just dumped money to get it ready for it just like any company that's like host or any company any country that's hosting the olympics but they didn't think about the aftereffects. So now it's this big behemoth thing in a prime real estate. They can only be used for soccer, and you can't really fill that venue. So they're trying to get conscious stuff there. They didn't make it suitable for uh, like rugby or other fields because the field size is different. So there's also mismanagement there. The police are kind of non-existent. So a lot of, there's a lot of private security that uh, that monitor around, and it was very interesting to see. But for the most part, like America. We, I feel like do we think in America about other countries more than other countries think about America. Um, we just noticed like the import export thing is something, but really it was so nice to be kind of cut off from that. I had limited access to the internet because um, I when I was over there I didn't have like data, so I like it was not about I couldn't Google anything. I was just kind of at the mercy of other information, keep up a time, and then once I got back to my room, at least in Cape Town I had internet. Um, I was in Johannesburg. I only had like the main building had like where we are at night had nothing. Uh, just kind of had TV and just kind of kept up in spurts, like twenty hour delay in checking like any info, which is different than how I am now. So, but it was it was nice. I feel like we're so inundated with news information living here that to get away from it kind of was a nice reason. I feel like I actually could think about other things and not have to think about the state of the world and what the Trump uh, what the Trump what the president is tweeting. Um, and what what it means for us in the grand scheme of things. But uh, I always thought it was kind of funny is that um, I know people in other countries kind of refer to the United, uh, United States of America 
as America, but as the States. So good use of that to say like, Oh, uh, where are you from? We're from the States, all that. And actually big fun. And I shared it on, uh, on the network, uh, group messenger, uh, about, I was at eating breakfast and I was hearing some, uh, I can't know if there are locals or other tourists, but they're talking about the Area 51 raid and how the government was actually, like, freaking out and actually put something out, like, don't do this. Um, we have the right to use, like, lethal force to protect the base. If people try and break in, there'll be consequences. So it was interesting to see, like, that, like, a meme storm essentially went overseas and kind of trended worldwide or at least uh, continents away. So... I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, I wish I would have done a little more. It's just been I'm trying to get back. I know I'll be a little more eloquent when we listen to uh, when we listen to adulting tomorrow. So that'll kind of be part two. I'm sure the many part series that Liz and I, when we talk, are going to be about our our Africa experience. So yeah, definitely stay tuned for that. Um, should be out tomorrow morning. We're, we're planning to record that tonight as you're hearing this, uh, as I'm recording this, uh, Monday morning, but, um, yeah, really just, uh, excited to bring you some more content. Um, still looking to kind of retool the show a little bit, uh, in the coming weeks. Um, I don't know what the full extent that's going to be yet, but I know it's gonna be good. I'm gonna try and get some more guests on. I actually was trying to get my, uh, my father on, uh, last night. It didn't really work out, but I'm hoping Maybe when he comes back, we can make it happen, but I'm not 100% hopeful. As much as my dad likes to talk, he likes to know what he's doing beforehand, so he uh, doesn't want to say anything off the cuff that can be out there in the ether, which I really could care less about. But it is what it is, but I think that's where I'll, I'll leave you with this week. I definitely encourage everyone to uh, 